Hi guys, welcome back to Skincare Anarchy. This is your host, Ekta, and I have such a fantastic guest today. I am so thrilled and so honored to be hosting her. Um, this line is something that was one of the first lines I actually ever tried in skincare. So um, without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to Lan Blinky, who is the global general manager and also co-founder for the iconic skincare line, Bosha. So welcome to the show, Lan. Thank you so, so much for making the time for this. Thank you so much, Edka. I'm so honored to be here. I've listened to some of your episode and you've had some amazing guests. So I'm truly honored to be here to share my story. I love that. And yeah, we've been very fortunate with our, uh, with our guest list. It's so it's so humbling, you know, um, you guys just are so responsive and I, I can't thank you enough. So um, I want to get started and I want to know all about you. I want to know all about your, um, you know, your personal journey, your career and everything that led to BOSHA and just, you know, uh, where we are now, if you could get us started. Of course, of course. Um, before I jump in uh, just about myself, I do want to just let everyone know BOSHA stands for Botanical Science. And we have truly been the leader in botanical science before it was, uh, you know, cool to be clean, we've been saying. But um, yeah. yeah, but a little bit about myself. So I was actually born and raised in Japan. Um, that oh. is where, yes, I grew up. And around when I was a teenager, that's when we decided to move to the States as a family. But that um that that the the fact that I was raised and born in Japan my grandmother and my aunt being Japanese it was always um fascinating to me the whole ritual of skincare so I remember my grandmother taking such care of her skin several different steps you know always double cleansing even though my grandmother or aunt um they didn't wear a lot of makeup but that's where it yeah. really for myself personally, where yeah. that love um, for skincare started really at a young age. And, and, you know, just being a child, it was, it, it was just so much fun getting to play with all the different bottles and the different creams. But right. I older, I, I knew this was something I wanted to be a part of. Right, right. And I love that you, um, you have this, you know, cultural background um, that, for me, that's so fascinating because I think some of the best brands are the ones that really get inspired by, you know, ancient rituals and ancient, you know, just, just cultural things that have been going on and people are just not realizing all the benefits. And, you know, I really love that. So thank you for sharing that with us. That's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. And this is definitely reflective in our product assortment. We do tap into my Japanese heritage and roots. So you'll see collection inspired around sake, which has great um, hydrating and brightening benefits. We go back to charcoal. That's actually a very important ingredient in the Japanese culture. Uh, tsubaki, which is um, a flower that actually, it's a camellia flower that blooms in Japan, but um, absolutely, I'm glad that I'm able to utilize um, some of the cultures that I grew up with into the skincare line. So I, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's, that's a beautiful thing. And, you know, I want to, I actually want to get started and ask you because, you know, for me, when I was first discovering skincare, you know, like I said, it's one of the 
first brands that I kind of came across. And for me, it was like, Ooh, you know, this is my luxury brand and I'm, you know, going to treat myself to a nice cleanser from Bosha. Like I got to a point where I started, like you guys were one of the first brands that made me realize the importance of good skincare versus not because, you know, I, I was trying things from drugstores and you know what I mean? It wasn't working like for, for me, you know, just an example was clean and clear for some reason, every time I would use it, it wouldn't work. And so when I started using your cleansers, I remember my skin was completely different. And, you know, I grew up with acne prone skin. So it was like almost like magic for me, you know? So um, I, I want to actually go back to that. And I want to go ask you, like, you know, when you guys were first getting started and, you know, when the vision was being created, what were some of the key products that you had in mind and that you wanted to bring out to the market? Absolutely. So really the story with Bosha, how it happened is, so once my family moved to the U.S., my father started this um, this brand. It was something that he felt there was, uh, you know, uh, an opportunity in the market. And so even growing up, once we moved to the States, um, he was kind of a one-man show. He was yeah. the receptionist, also was the secretary, um, packed, and, and also did the marketing. But I saw this growing up. I knew I really wanted to be involved. And of course, after university, I came back and asked my, um, my father if I could be part of this. But because of our Japanese heritage, he was very opposed to the fact of, of me working there. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I kind of worked my way up. Um, what I mean is, uh, I, I, I was the marketing coordinator also did customer service. I did yeah. out in the warehouse. But um, I was so fortunate to have incredible uh, mentors that, you know, were the previous GMs and they really did teach me so much. And now um, I do feel that I've gained um, my father's trust. And of course, for those reasons, um, I am where I am today. But for, for me, I think what's so important about Bosha and the inspiration and where that comes from is at the end of the day, I want to provide approachable, safe, non-toxic skincare yeah. to everyone. Um, one of our main focus here at Bosha is always creating products that is gentle and effective enough for sensitive skin type. And yeah. that truly is where a lot of the ideas and concept really stem from here at Bosha. No, and you know, everything you're saying is so, it, it just so, you know, it resonates with me because, you know, again, like, you know, everything you mentioned about your, you know, your family culture and everything, I'm very similar, you know, I come from an Indian family and I know like in science, like I had to prove myself to my father as well, you know, he's also a doctor and it, I get it, you know, I get it. And I, I have so much respect for that because it's like, you know, you really, you really understood your brand from the ground up, you know, no pun intended. Um, you know, it's, it's yeah. really, it, it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, one thing I, I really wanted to talk to you about was um, when it comes to clean skincare, and you actually kind of touched on this, for me, Bosha was like the only option in clean skincare back when I was, you know what I mean? Like trying, trying the products and using them and testing them. I mean, you guys had just the most amazing ingredients. And for me, like, you know, when I would like kind of uh, research those ingredients, for example, charcoal, 
you know, I remember you were the first brand I tried with anything with charcoal in it. And I was looking it up and I was like, you know, I realized this is actually really good for my acne, you know, and it, it got me so interested. And so, you know, I, I've always looked at the brand as a truly, truly um, a pioneer in this space. You know, I think that, you know, everything that you guys have done has been such a, you know, first step. So I, I want to talk about that, you know, because that's not just, it's not just serendipity or it's not just a, you know, coincidence, right? You know, it takes a lot of brilliance to come up with all these amazing, amazing products. So I want, I want to talk to you about that and the whole process behind the, behind the brand. Yes, absolutely. So I think what we really realized is, you know, women spend, um, you know, great amount of uh, their, their income sometimes on skincare because they yeah. To improve their skin, you know, just pamper themselves and really kind of preserve what what you already have to avoid any type of you know aging that you may may not want to have. But while they are spending money on these products, I think a lot of women started to realize, you know, why isn't this skincare working? Why am I yeah. breaking out? Something's not right. And and that's where Bosha really came in, and we really believe that. It's not about the ingredients that go in the product necessary, but it's what you don't put in your ingredients. So like you mentioned, absolutely, since 2002, we have been a pioneer in this clean, non-toxic beauty space. And what that really means is from the beginning, we didn't use any paraben. We didn't use yeah. artificial color or fragrance. We were always cruelty-free, always vegan, um, always gluten-free. And also, um, in addition to that, we don't use any harsh chemical preservatives to preserve our products. But yeah. this will probably be very um, interesting for you to hear is that back then, um, with all of these you know, principles and brand pillars and DNA Bosha has as far as being a clean brand, when we would go meet with retail partners, um, it, it was, to, we were told that, well, you, you can't say that, you know, you don't have any artificial colorant in your product because it's bad for your skin, because you're going to upset all of the top seller, you know, the big brands that are out there. Yeah. So always a struggle. I think even, you know, when working very closely with the retail partner, there were many times where we wanted to run a campaign about um, campaign on the focus of being non-toxic, being safe for you. And those were rejected because the market just wasn't quite there yet. Uh, right. And so, yeah, it's, it's been a very, fun uh, journey to say the least, but for myself personally, I do feel proud that we were definitely one of the first brands that really started this movement to really yeah. consumers who have sensitive skin, who really wants to enjoy, you know, the, the fun skincare routine, but there just was not a product that worked for their skin. But yeah. now, um, you know, it's almost every day I feel that there is a new, um, you know, a new clean brand. And I think that that's really wonderful for the consumer because there really is a lot. Um, Honestly, Lynn, I, you know, I'm not going to interrupt. I don't want to interrupt you, but seriously, just, you know, just to say this, and this is fully my opinion. 
Okay. I don't like that. I don't like that there's a new clean brand every day. You know what I mean? Because like I I feel like it's you know, it takes away from brands that have really not just clean but like true innovation. You know, like for like your line like you know, everything Bosha came out with, I remember, you know, I was a college student and I was, you know, save, I would save my money to buy products from your line. You know what oh I mean? And God, that, like from that. as a consumer, like that is truly a testament to how much I believed in what your products did. And, you know, like for me now, when I look at, you know, look at the market as a consumer and I see all these clean brands, I'm like, why are you being redundant? You know, why are you just doing things just to do them? They've already been done before. You know, for example, you know, you guys have had this amazing, like I mentioned earlier, charcoal, there was a charcoal cleanser. There was, you know, um, there were just these amazing products. And then all of a sudden, like a few years later, I remember walking to Sephora and everybody had almost like a dupe of what Bosha had made already. <laughs> and I was like, why is this here? I'm, all, I'm still no. buying Bosha, you know? <laughs> I know. I mean, yeah. you know what? I agree with you. I guess to rephrase, maybe maybe for the consumer, it, yeah. it can be a positive, but I do have to say from a brand standpoint, it yeah. does become very difficult because not only do you have a new clean brand coming up every, you know, every day, but you also have um, influencer brands, celebrity lines. So I do feel that this industry and this space, of course, there's always room um, for everyone to play, but it's becoming very um, saturated. Yeah, yeah, right. And that's honestly, uh, you know, it's a, it's a great segue into my next question because um, one of my biggest questions has been, how have you uh, managed to stay so relative? So, like uh, for me, I don't think there's truly a competitor in the market for Bosha. That's for that's my opinion as a consumer, you know. And oh, I wow. want to I want to know from your end, like from the marketing end and from the business end how that's been and how that journey has been for you and the brand um, in terms of, you know, just uh, like what we just mentioned, like all these new brands coming out, you know, all the new trends and the wave. So how has that been? Yeah. I mean, I think one of the really strong suit that Bosha has is we're all about innovation. So when it comes to newness, we don't just launch a product just to launch a product. It has to be something innovative, very unique, almost filling a gap in that market. So I do feel that gives us um, a great point of difference. And then um, I am someone really that really forces my team to not only think outside of the box, but I'm all about execution. You know, you, you can plan a fantastic marketing initiative to 100%, but if you don't execute, nothing's going to happen. So here at Bosha, we're very fast paced. Yeah. We're very small, nimble team of, of mostly females. And I think we're, we're all in it for, for the same um, goal and that we want Bosha to be really successful. So being really nimble, being flexible is great. And then of course, just, yeah, taking risks. I do feel that all of the risks that we have taken where perhaps other brands might've been a little hesitant has really yeah. worked out for us. Um, a great example is the, is the charcoal peel off mask. That yes, iconic. Iconic, right? It's our number yeah. one selling product till this day since it's launched. Um, we just hit our 10th year anniversary last year on that product, but 
when this product, um, um, I, when I developed this product and I remember even pitching internally, I was told many times, there's no way this is going to be successful. It's not skincare. Skincare needs to be wide. It's not supposed to be disruptive, but I really fought for it and then presented it to the retail partner, convinced them somehow they believed in me and that mm. is history. So I feel here at BOSHA, we, we really um, react quickly and then another thing for us as far as marketing is um, we've always been about inclusivity. We're not about, um, you know, different skin tones. It's just about skin, sensitive skin. So that has always been true to us. And I think maybe what has kept us very relevant throughout the year. And another really important thing here at BOSHA is we're all about fun. We're all about good, clean fun. So whether it's from the packaging or from the formulation, the textures, yeah. we really want to incorporate that into every single product we create. And sometimes, you know, it ties in with an ingredient and that's when it's my favorite, when you have a fun, effective ingredient and you can tie that in with packaging. Um, and that definitely has kept us on the map and uh, just really relevant. And, and last but not least, but just going back to some of our marketing strategies, we have been so fortunate with just the number of outreach we've had from influencers wanting yeah. to with us, just even organic um, uh, user-generated content we see out there. So Truly, there's been so much love for the brand, and and I honestly just can't be. Um, I'm just so grateful for all the support we have been receiving. I feel like I just went on a tangent. <laughs> no, no, please. Like I'm just soaking in everything you're saying because you know I really I admire your work so much, and you know I think you know one of the biggest points that I want to make is that you know for me. It, the brand is not just about, you know, it's everything you just said, obviously, it's everything you just said. But for me, it's also, um, you know, I'm a huge science geek, because I'm sure everybody knows at this point. But, you know, and so when I do, like, try new skincare or try new products, that scientist in me is always like, ooh, what's the what's the ooh factor in this? You know what I mean? Like, what's going to really catch my attention? And I remember I tried your black charcoal facial cleanser, and it heated up. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, I cannot tell you, Lan. <laughs> like that night when I first tried it, because I had a little sample, right, from Sephora and I tried it and I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. How did they do this? Like, what? you know, I was completely enamored. I was completely just, you know, in like immersed in the whole experience. And um, for me, skincare is, you know, that's a huge part of skincare and that's a huge part of self-care. And I think that, you know, because you guys have always had these little, you know, just these hidden gems in your products, it just, it makes it so easy to come back, you know, over and over again as a consumer. So, you know, I love that. Yeah, I would have to definitely agree. Um, we always like to add um, like an element of surprise to our products, you know, like we know we're selling skincare, but whether it's, it's warming sensation or maybe the goop is, you know, purple and it's actually an eye cream or something um, like our peel gel, which is kind of awfully satisfying when the product really balls up um, as you exfoliate your skin. So I, yes, there's, we, we put a lot of thought into all, everything that we do here. And, and one of the other things too, 
we're really um, honing in on is uh, sustainability. You know, we have the fun part, we've got the cute packaging, but how do we then even take it a step further? Being a clean, non-toxic brand, I do feel that we are responsible um, and we need to make some changes. So happy to announce, and we're really proud that we are starting to use plastic that are post, uh, post-consumer use plastic wherever mm. we can. Um, of course, we are trying to use components that are fully recyclable, so you don't need to separate. Right. But um, absolutely, that is something else that we're looking into. Well, congratulations on that amazing initiative. That's really, really great news. And, you know, I love hearing that, you know, brands such as yourself are, you know, when you guys do things, it's always, you know, it's always a step in the the right direction. And it's, you know, it's a big leap for the, for the initiative. So I love that. Thank you so much for announcing that. Yes. Um, I want to move on and I want to talk a little bit about um, just, you know, as far as, like watching the trends in skincare and you know right now I think there's a lot of you know emphasis on the science which makes me happy and you know a little confused in some ways um but you know I want to talk to you about that a little bit how um your team works with keeping up with the science of skin health you know do you guys have like a in-house team of dermatologists or do you consult various experts like how does that all work for you that is such a great question. So as far as the science piece, we work very, I work very closely with our product development and regulatory team. Um, and then of course we partner very closely with our labs as far as what are some of the new trends coming out, what are innovations. And then what's actually really great um, here at BOSHA is that we do have the ability to partner um, sometimes with outside consulting agencies. So for all of the, actually for all of our products, we do do a third party testing just to ensure that that is sufficient. And then um, as far as the science piece, one thing that's really relevant for BOSHA is looking for alternative um, ingredients that may typically or traditionally be artificial and yeah. find a natural alternative to that. So just to kind of give you a sneak peek, um, we are launching a retinol product coming up here in August. Oh my God. No, we're so excited for this. Um, yeah. But we didn't just want it to be a retinol. So we came up with a pro retinol formula, which is definitely um, very innovative and, and super scientific. So pro retinol is the combination between a traditional retinol and a natural plant-based retinol. So this formulation has 0.6% retinol, but 0.5% of that is coming from Bacutrol. And we mm-hmm that with sunflower sedate, which essentially is um, a a form of the traditional retinol, but again, just really pushing the envelope um, when it comes to formulation. And then this too has really been a collaboration between myself, product development, our lab, and our consulting team. And what's also really unique about this retinol, um, and we were able to apply the science part of the brand, is that we made this a waterless retinol. So it doesn't, oh, wow. yeah, it doesn't have any fillers. 
it is a cushiony, um, oily feeling, uh, like a, it's a cushiony oil essentially. And uh, this is great because you can absolutely mix it in directly with your moisturizer. You can apply it directly onto your face, but it truly is innovative and there's nothing quite like it in the market. Um, mm. Another item that we're launching, which really is scientific in my opinion, is going to be our uh, plant stem cell ceramide barrier uh, moisturizer. And this is very innovative because we are able to utilize um, essentially plant stem cells to help protect your skin. It's going to help with the lipid skin barrier. So, so much more than a moisturizer. But recently we have really been pushing the envelope in yeah. incorporating science because I think Fosha is truly known for the botanical piece. Um, you know, all of our products has a fun, natural ingredient, but we have really been pushing the envelope and how do we become much more scientific? And another fun thing is we don't get to do this very much anymore, but um, I used to take at least um, one trip a year for product development and I would typically go to Tokyo, um, Seoul. That is really the epicenter of skincare trends and that has allowed me to have inspiration. Um, yeah. And then from there, we can, you know, add the Bosha fun, which is the botanical and science piece. But I hope I answered your question there. No, you definitely did. And I, you know, and I, and I love that. I just, you know, for me, I think, it, you know, when I, when I think of Bosha and I, and I think of, you know, just like the science aspect and the education aspect and, you know, all of that, it, it really, I think, is um, something we don't even need to address because the, the brand, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I think it's been so transparent from the beginning at that, like, you, you know, you don't need to explain to people, like, why, you know, it, for example, like, before this, I was an influencer, you know, and I was, you know, rating products and sharing my favorite products and stuff. I very rarely had to explain why I liked one of your products, <laughs> you know, like, it's, it was... <laughs> So yeah like, no it's it's true you know and and i think that is what really speaks for itself and it, everything that i've tried from blind it works beautifully um you know and and i want to actually ask you because i know that you know you guys are not going anywhere um and so i want to know like some some business advice from you for um entrepreneurs out there that are actually behind companies that are very very innovative and you know um any advice you can give them you know even if it's from like a clean beauty standpoint because honestly i think that guidance is needed here you know what i mean and like i i think a lot more guidance and and knowledge is needed from professionals such as yourself so that we can do clean the right way you know and and or i don't know if there's a right or wrong but you know what i'm trying to say like it's you know, I, I want it to be more like organized in a way. Yeah, I, I would just say that, you know, clean is becoming so trendy and it's really hard to just identify what clean means to the consumer, even to the brand. Yeah. So I think just being very clear and upfront, but obviously uh, do, do your research and due diligence because there are many brands who could claim that they're clean, but once you look at the ingredient deck, um, you'll be surprised to, to see what's actually in the product. Yeah. I think 
that for um, entrepreneur or anyone who's in the beauty space and you are very innovative and you know you are a clean brand and you have some brilliant um, vision, I would say just stick to what you believe in because that was an advice I wish someone had given me um, yeah. in terms of just really owning um, your ideas, your philosophy when it comes to it and try not to be swayed um, by what others may tell you. But I agree, <laughs> clean beauty has become so confusing. Um, so many different messaging going out there. I do feel that at the end of the day, um, a great source would be perhaps um, going to some of these retailers who truly dedicate their time classifying what products are clean and not clean. I think right. that would be a great start. Um, there's also a, um, um, I believe it's EWC certified that some brands are a part of and you can definitely see what's clean. Um, if you are someone who would um, categorize clean beauty as being cruelty-free or vegan, you can definitely look up certain organizations, whether it's Sleeping Bunny or um, PETA. And that's yeah. a way to kind of um, try to navigate all of the different definitions of clean beauty that's currently out there. I love that. That's really good advice. And I hope someone listening out there really benefits from that and it's a lot of wisdom you know I think that experience is truly the queen of everything and um you know with all of the experience you've had and running such a you know such a fantastic company I mean I think that that's really really great advice and I want to share with everybody and I've never done this before with any other brand but I I hope you don't mind I want to share my a, a quick routine I do with just Bosha products because oh, I I, yeah because I think a lot of people out there you know they don't know where to begin with skincare but like for me for example you know I am Indian and I have um, one of my biggest skin concerns is dark spots so usually you know for me a great regimen is using the charcoal cleanser the heating one because I'm obsessed with it <laughs> I love that cleanser so much um and then I go in with your um the matcha magic super antioxidant mask I love this mask I don't know what sorcery you did with this mask but it is like the most easily blendable you know what I mean it goes on really nice and I just I love the feeling of it I love yeah. just soaking in it for 20 minutes and I just, you know, I do my work, whatever. And then I'll use the vitamin C serum that you guys have. It's a beautiful serum. And then, you know, I just go in with any kind of moisturizer that I like. So, you know, anyone listening out there, it's very simple, but it works, you know, it's good products and they work. And I love the routine. It makes me feel like, you know, not only am I taking care of my skin, but I also feel like hydrated and I feel, you know, I, I feel like I've, you know, indulged in self-care you know truly so I just wanted to I wanted to just share that you know it's my little routine if anyone wants to you know go off of that but um thank you so much Land. this has been amazing um I would love to have you back anytime oh my gosh it would be my absolute pleasure and I must comment that's a that's a very great routine you got going there I'm really impressed that um the masking because sometimes for me I know I do have to literally schedule out time. Like today is my masking day. So good for you that you're doing that consistently. That's awesome. 
Yeah, I'm like a, I'm like a perpetual masker. I can't help it. <laughs> so. I mean, that, that green tea. There's definitely uh, an, an immediate before and after. It's just yeah. you're radiating once you rinse it off. But thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you so much, and everyone listening, please, if you have not already, go check out Bosha. Um, check out the website. I will link everything in the art for this episode. If you have any questions for myself or for Lance team, please leave them in the, our comment section. And please, please, please spread the word about our podcast. I would love for more people to discover us and just learn all the great information that we get to share. So thank you so much, Land, and I will be back next time. Thank you. Thank you.